day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The blackest day. Of the front time. Say as the singer says, this is Blade Job. Blade Job live show. First live Make show. Make some noise, people. <laughs> Woo, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, we can just superimpose way more audience onto that one after the fact. Yeah. So um, this is episode 33. This is our yeah. first live show. We're very excited about that. Quick shout out to the Ghost Light Planet Ant, all those who made this possible. Yeah, Joey Morris for putting this show on. I mean. Really busting his ass for this, so it's uh we're we're here and we're doing it live. Uh, I feel like not a lot of podcasts, especially podcasts of our niche, get to even do a live show in their lifetime. Well, when you Most first have, mentioned, like, you know, fizzled out by now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we almost said at one point. Yeah. So past listeners of ours may recognize, or I guess maybe not ooh. recognize. Ooh, oh, that, that's nice. But thank you. That's um, good. <laughs> they're fine if they're off. I don't care. I actually almost um, prefer them off. That's not I nice. guess. Did you want? Should we give a brief description for the show of the show for our our three, four people in the audience today? Go for it. That sounds good to me. So we are Blade Job. Do we introduce ourselves? I'm Eric, and you are. I'm Steve, co-hosts, local boys. Yeah. So we are. Um, we're. We, what we do is we have like a wrestling, gory wrestling, gory movie podcast. We do it every two weeks. So you know. We'll give you the ways to find us at the end of the episode. We but, should probably um, mention that we are here for Troma Dance Detroit. Yeah. I don't think we've yes. mentioned that part Troma yet. Dance Detroit, official Blade Job partnership that took place. Um, and yeah, just happy to be here. Um, I think, uh, do you want to just, let's just get right into it. We're kind of on a time crunch here. That's true. So like typically what we do with our, with our episodes is we... Uh, We'll either cover a gory movie or a gory wrestling match. Today we're going to kind of give you the best of both worlds. We're going to cover probably the best wrestling gore movie ever made. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at least in Mexico. Yeah, definitely. Outside maybe of the, the US. best Mexican movie ever made. I think so. And uh, what we're talking about is a little ditty called Night of the Bloody Apes. Yeah, from um, 1969, nice. 1969. So if any film nerds in here know that, the 60s really didn't have a ton of gore in them. Well, I, I feel like the 60s yeah. were kind of the birth of the gore. I mean, wasn't it zombie true. in the 60s? Or was that more of an early 70s yeah, like situation? The Herschel Gordon Lewis was in the 60s. So, like, yeah, there yeah. was some splatter stuff. But for a Mexican horror movie with wrestling in it, I mean, could we have hit a sweeter spot? No, impossible. So, um, we're going to kind of, the live audience, if you want to direct your attention to the chalkboard screen. Is that a chalkboard? It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to play, a, we're going to kind of play the trailer for this movie. And we're just going to kind of bullshit over it. It is fucking, this movie is... Is it one of the more ridiculous movies you've ever seen? Uh, I mean, I've seen Street Trash. I don't know. We have, we have a long, extensive history of pretty fucked up movies, so... So, I mean, here we go. We're going to the Night of the Bloody Apes. I should mention Kill. that this, this, may, this, may not be a, uh, this may not be a safe-for-work experience. No, but look at some of this gore you're already seeing. You had an eyeball popping out. I look do like the 60s typeface, too. pouring out of his head. That's a decapitation. Night of the Bloody Apes. The good part about this trailer is that it shows a lot. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie, you basically have after yeah, you've seen this, this trailer. This, this trailer shows pretty much the entire movie in about three minutes. Um, I, it's, it's very poorly dubbed, which is a big I'm Yeah, a big the movie's in of. Spanish. Yeah, a good dub is good, but like a really shitty dub is even better. Yeah. You can, you can so quote that. Put that on the t-shirt. Pretty much the plot of this movie is, is this... Scientists, like we actually can go live. Oh, that's actually a live heart transplant too for those in the live studio audience. Um, the, the doctor puts a gorilla heart in his son, and and what ensues is a uh, is uh, assault and, and murder. Um, it, it's pretty intense. What I like about it is how shitty the uh, the effects are on the in the actual half man half ape himself. Because the doctors at this point they didn't realize that. You know, putting a live gorilla heart into a human successfully, which I guess yeah. they, you know, they need to kind of get props for that. I'm not even sure if that's a thing that can happen in real life. And then even afterwards, you try, they put a... Oh, so there we got a little luchador action. So there's a random luchador storyline as well. If you're confused by... <laughs> yeah, if you're confused by this kind of action in this movie, the, so are we, because yeah. there seems to be no connection between the the uh, luchadoris. Is that, a, is that a word, luchadoris? Yeah, I think a luchadora. Oh, like Dora the Explorer, I okay. I don't think that's where I came from, but maybe. No. Maybe. But um, I think so. And then to, to fix his, like, look at his, his ape son's demented, uh, you know, 
de deformity. He takes a woman's heart and puts it back in the ape. You mentioned that this is an expensive movie earlier. Um, I don't know. I mean, it looks like the effects ran out once they got to his neck, the actual ape yeah. man. Do we know his name in real life? Like his name, like the actor? I think his name was Julio. Julio. The, the, the character's name was Julio the Ape Man. Julio the Ape um, Man. Like, this, like, this trailer is still going on. <laughs> it is so fucking long. The movie is slow, but at the same time, and a shit ton happens. What we is... talked about, and like what we like to do on Blade Job is kind of talk about the wrestling horror crossover. And like, it would have been amazing if, like, you see this Luchadora put the Ape Man into an armbar, and that's how the, the Ape Man was killed. Because we so. kind of have a criteria at Blade Job when it comes to movies we watch. We just, there's almost like a checklist of exactly yeah. what oh, we like. there's the eye gouging. There's the eye gouging. See, the, I guess normally I would complain about all the best parts happening in the trailer, but if yeah. you haven't seen this, which, let's be honest, few people have, then so, uh, yeah, you're good to go. This movie, actually, too, for anybody listening, watching with us, um, you can find this whole movie on YouTube. It's not the best cut, but um, it is on there, and it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a good, it's a good time. It's kind, it's a shitty like, uh, straight from VHS rip. So the color will drop out and it'll go to black and white at times. And it's, um, well, you have a nice uh, VHS copy. I do have an actual copy of it, which I'm very proud of. Um, but yes, it is, it is hard. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a dig to find. And um, so this is kind of a crass podcast. We have our criteria. We basically think to ourselves, what does it have? It's got the blood. It's yeah. got the gore. We like a good nudity. It's got some. I mean, this trailer was completely uncensored. I don't know if they showed that in America. Could you show that in America? In the sixties, I mean, they had pornography. You know, they had porn theaters. So this I mean, this was a drive-in theater type movie for sure. Yeah. I mean, so like, let's just go through some of the gore that takes place in this movie real quick. We sure. got real live actual medical footage of a heart transplant. We saw it in the trailer. It's it's kind of gross. I mean, but it's gross, but I admire the craft, right? Yeah. I mean, it's nice to obviously superimpose that yeah. in between the magic of movie editing. The first, uh, the first ape kill is a woman showering, kind of a bloody affair. It kind of just, I don't know if he strangles her or if he's kind of... I think it gets worse as it goes on yeah. in terms of the kills. I think this one's kind of, I mean, granted, there's a bit of a attempted rape happening. But other than that, when it comes to blood, there's not much with this, I don't think. Oh, no, there's definitely a lot of blood. Did no, I dismiss it? Kill, but then we have the neck rip out, which is pretty intense. All of this is in the trailer. Um, if you're watching it live, you saw it. If, you, if you're listening at home, we're going to link all this shit for you guys to see. Um, one of the biggest ones, though, and they showed it twice in the trailer, that eye gouge. I mean, I can see why they showed it twice what's in the trailer. That, what's that movie? You're the so Steve is the film nerd of the show here. What what is that? What's that French movie where they cut the eyeball? Oh, Un Chien Andalou from 1928. Exactly. Boonwell and yeah. uh, I think yeah. that that was a little homage in Bloody Apes. Wow, well, in, in, in Un Chien Andalou, they cut out, they slice it, you know, with the they superimpose it with the uh, with the clouds covering the moon. Yeah. This is more of like a, I almost say this is reminds me of I mean it's possible I actually I would guarantee Eli Roth was uh, was inspired by this because like yeah, in, even in Hostel where they have the eye come out and he cuts it that's a great scene. This is a, this is one of those movies that yeah I just feel like it's a, it's got to be it's got to be a, a must watch for anybody who likes gory movies and for that kind of historical gory movie aspect where there wasn't a ton going on at the time. But, um, I mean, I imagine it was probably a pretty big uh, inspiration for a lot of low-budget horror directors. Yeah. I mean, a year prior to this, Romero had uh, Night of the Living, Night of the Living Dead, Dead, and that was, I mean, that was, I guess, gorier-ish more than you would expect for that time yeah. period. But I've, as always, every, every place outside of America is kind of ahead on the curve when it comes to... Yeah, even Mexico. Even I Mexico. Say, I don't know how many... I feel like Mexico actually had a really big history of doing these kind of luchador movies at the time. There's like those Santo Blue Demon movies. Even if it makes um, no sense to the movie at all. Yeah, like they kind one. of like luchador movies were weirdly kind of like James Bond movies. <laughs> It'd be like a masked luchador going to fight like an evil scientist. So interesting time in Mexican cinema, I suppose. Um, yeah. Again, after the one live heart transplant, they showed another one in the movie. They fucking cut to it again and. You can actually see this thing beating and stuff. Um, and then I think the best, my favorite kill in the movie is when the Igor character named Jorge gets his head ripped off. Um, 
It almost we looks need like a, a good decapitation per movie for anything we cover. I feel like that's true. It is um, part of the part of the list. There is it. Is there a good decapitation? Yeah. Is there nudity? Usually, good, a good cap, you know decapitation. That's what really sells yeah. it for me. And then this one too, with actual wrestling in it. I mean, very rarely do we have a blade job movie where we cover wrestling and gore in the same movie. I mean, we've covered movies with wrestlers in them. We've covered movies just about gore, but very rarely do you have the gore and women's Mexican wrestling. It's a real treat. How um, long have you known about this movie, just out of curiosity? Like, how long has this been a part of your life, this movie? I've known about this movie for uh, a couple of years. A while ago, I was writing a, uh, a piece for a, a magazine where I was doing kind of gory movies before the 70s and just trying to dig shit up. And I, I came across this movie quite a bit on forums and stuff. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's out there. I mean, so you've known about this movie the past year we've been doing this, and you just recently brought it up. I mean, it just feels like it's like the perfect Blade Job approved movie. I was waiting for the time. We were actually, for I mean, full disclosure here, we actually recorded this episode with, with this movie um, maybe a couple months ago. And um, I completely deleted the file. It was this computer, so <laughs> yeah, please so, be careful with this one. Um, we kind of already had a test run with this movie where we had already kind of bullshitted around it and seen it, so... It's um, a Blade Job established movie. Yeah, so I would say, like, absolutely one of the most Blade Job approved movies we've ever covered. It's, it's fucking... It's got it all. Wrestling, gore, everything. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely the most, you know, approved. Yeah. I mean... So, I mean, have any of you people seen uh, Street Trash? Ever heard of it? Anybody? Any Street Trash yeah, fans? Yeah, there we go. Audience? Okay, that's. I think that's the my favorite one that we've done so far. That was good. It's that in was the archives. <laughs> Please feel free. The Blade Job archives. Uh, street <laughs> Trash. Um, yeah, that was a fun one. The song at the end, and just like the whole the dick flops and all of it. It's a lot of dick, yeah. which is good. It is good. So we like a full, all-encompassing, you know, yeah, trash. It really did. It, it, it is one of the one of the great. One of, one, really one of the great episodes we ever recorded. It's better than Audition. We did Audition a while back. Yeah, any and then Audition trash, fans so. here in the audience? Don't raise your hand. Good. Thank God. <laughs> movie's it's terrible. It's, it, we, we watched it, and uh, I had a hard time staying awake, just to be honest. I don't know but, why um, we keep bringing it up. It's awful. Yeah, it's, I'm wasting my time thinking about that um, movie. That director, uh, Itch... Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to Takashi Miike? Yes, Takashi Miike. Mm-hmm. He has a lot better stuff, in my opinion. Every, so. Literally anything he ever did. So now it's the point of the show where we get real, real crazy. That's right. And um, typically, we usually don't do episodes like this where we'll cover a movie and a, a wrestling match. Well, we used to, but I we feel like we to. kind of streamlined. We've been kind of getting away from that, and we've been doing like either a heavy movie episode or a a wrestling episode. But we're kind of combining it for your, for this live experience because we have visual aspects that people can watch. And today we are covering possibly. One of the bloodiest matches to ever have taken place in a WWE ring, I'll say. Before we do that, I mean, how many of y'all are wrestling fans out there? You got any wrestling fans? Okay. okay. All we right. Got a few. Okay. We got a few. That's, that, that, that justifies everything so we're about I, to so do So here. when I say the Eddie Guerrero blade job, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so I like this go. guy. Okay. There we go. All right. So this is from... Uh, so we're heading back to LA 2004. <laughs> 2004. <laughs> That's right. And um, I get, I mean, for the non-wrestling fans who haven't don't know what we're talking about, I mean, I guess this which would normally be me, by the way. I should we should mention yeah. that I'm kind of I came into this podcast knowing almost nothing about wrestling. Yeah, you were the movie nerd. I was the wrestling. Well, nerd. I, I was, I'm a movie nerd, sure, but not even even not like the movies that we've covered. So I've kind you're of right. had to adapt and learn this entire time, and I think you're, I have. You're just you're completely out of your element. That's true. All, I'm so times. scared. <laughs> so scared. Um. So. I feel like I should say this for the non-wrestling people in the audience. This is really not for the faint of heart. Um, I know it's kind of faded and hard to see, but this is this is going to be a, an intense match here. Um, can you can you see it from? I can see it just fine. Oh yeah. We're gonna just pull, start start this rolling off here. This, so this is for the SmackDown Championship. Yeah. So back then, I'm gonna kind of give Steve a little explanation because he's a <laughs> he doesn't know shit about really what's gonna happen here. No. Um, so yeah. I guess it's still kind of been split up, but yeah, the SmackDown Championship, Raw SmackDown had separate shows back in the day. I guess they still kind of do to an extent. Um, what are your, what's your thoughts on just JBL right there off the top? I know the speaker company, JBL. Yeah, that's pretty that's, much my whole thoughts. Yeah, that's a speaker they company. They make good speakers, you know? Yeah, they do. 
They do. I like the hat. It's yeah. obvious he's from Texas. Yeah. I hope he keeps the hat on the whole the whole We're match. We're gonna kind of miss it here, but he's gonna give kind of a, a seething promo about uh, Latin Americans in LA. And uh, it's not nice. It's no, it's not nice. And uh, prior to this, we saw um, JBL attacked Eddie Guerrero's own sweet mother. Gave His mother had a heart attack, right attack an actual heart attack. Yeah. So did, did she? She survived that, right? I mean, she didn't die yeah, from she it. She did survive that. I, I've heard rumors that she actually did have like a palpitation or something. Is that palpitation? Palpitation. Palpitation. That's right. Like, during that event, and she did have to get checked out. It's, well, I think her son's gonna have to get checked yeah, out well, by yeah, the time this, this episode match, ends. Her son's gonna need a fucking ambulance too. It is. It is gonna get uh, pretty intense here. So yeah, he's he's going on about this. Um, he's a. Uh, at this time, JBL was kind of doing like an anti-immigration gimmick. It's so timely now. It's pretty I funny. I think would be a very timely gimmick to this day. And the fact that he was so fucking hated, I think he would. I mean, I, I, he was a pretty big ass heel back then. I, I really, I'll take your I word really for it. like to think that the American people would still look at an anti-immigrant, anti-immigrant character as a heel. I mean, I feel like it would be fewer than you expect. I know. Unfortunately, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. Yeah. You go to some parts. You go to some parts in the in the middle of the country, and mm-hmm. yeah, there might be some cheers for the anti-immigration characters. So. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, and I think we talked about this before. There was ac- there's actually some characters in Mexico right now who are very similar to JBL, and they're doing a uh, a uh, like a pro-Trump gimmick. And they're just getting booed out the building, getting trash thrown on them, and they're like the big, they're like the biggest bad guys down down below the border right now. You gotta be edgy. So, it works. Being edgy works. I By like the way, kind of put a little homage. Side so. note: I'm really glad this is audio only because this is uh, all the people here get to see all the sweat going on. But oh, thank goodness, I know. Like you, you we don't have a camera recording. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, I don't. Yeah, the camera recording us. I mean, we're, there's nothing much going on here. We're just fucking talking and watching wrestling and. Uh, JBL's still going on about this shit. <laughs> he's like, at the one point he says he's going to kill Eddie Guerrero, and then he's going to take his mother to be his house servant. Yeah. He had yeah. to get rid of his old servant because she stole. Yeah. 20, 2004 doesn't seem that long ago, but it kind of seems like a lifetime ago. It's definitely before the whole... It was, what, 15 years political ago? Political correctness craze and stuff. Like, I can't imagine this shit airing today. It couldn't have... And yet, some things never change. No, I mean this the, isn't really a political podcast, but no, it's not a political podcast in the slightest. But when we have JBL up here. Um, now we see an actual. I know that we didn't. We don't have the like the intro. First of all, look how jacked he is. Good lord. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, man. This. Is fucking, I mean, we'll see it here. We'll see a couple lariats from JBL, and they'll fucking rock your world. <laughs> Fun fact: I'm actually wearing those exact same speedo under yeah. this right now. Yeah, so. if you're watching here along with us, I mean. Please note, behind the ring, there's an there's an impeccable Stone Cold impersonator, um, full with a with like vest, t-shirt with chain. So it's kind of like those t-shirts that people wear to like yeah. throw fancy events that have like yeah. it looks like a, t- a you know a right. suit and tie. Or like if you wore a shirt that had like the bikini top on it, you know, oh. like those those types of shirts. So here's Eddie. He's rocking the Latino Heat uh, like Scarface shirt. I'm a fan. Wearing the belt? I know you're a big fan of when they wear the belts. And you just don't see it often. Yeah, I they always I hold agree, it. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, it's you nice to actually the see the belt, belt getting used as yeah. opposed to just being hoisted Look at up. This fucking swagger, though. Come on. Well, he's he's got the passion of his own mother in his heart right now. <laughs> he's pissed. He's you know he's got an agenda this time. Yeah. Also, try and cut taking some of these signs. I mean, there's probably gonna be. We might have a Juggalo sign. This is 2004. We might. Oh. No, wasn't that prime Juggalo? I think, I think 99 might have been. Really? Are that old? I don't know. Shows That's how much I know. I'm not a juggalo. No. Any juggalos in the house? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just whoop, lie and whoop. say 15. All wow, right. that's a big number. No, juggalos have very big wrestling crossover fan base. So Why does that I, not it's, shock it's me? A fair, it's, a fair, it's a fair question, and I'm, I'm very much into it. We'll, we'll, actually, we'll probably cover a Bloody Mania uh, juggalo match at some point. Does that exist? illustrious career of podcasting. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, Eddie Guerrero, Latino sweetheart. What, what's your, what's kind of your take on him? Uh, I like his frosted tips. I had similar frosted tips in middle school. Shut the fuck up. You did not. Yeah, I did. You had frosted tips. Hundred like, percent. And you wore Eddie Guerrero. I fan? guess I shouldn't say frosted tips. I bleached like strips into my hair. Okay. Okay, I can't you, be alone in that one. 
<laughs> Anybody else bleach their tips? Please say yes. <laughs> Nobody. Great. Well, all right. I stand by what I did. I don't you regret have it. Done it redu- you should have done it for this live show, and you should have cut your facial hair into this little Eddie. Uh, Next time. Soul- is that a soul patch into a? Full, no, the like soul patch is only the patch. Yeah. So yeah. So this is for the belt. Um, this is the main event of Judgment Day, which I would love if they brought Judgment Day back. What what makes it so, other than the crosses in the background, what makes Judgment Day what it is? I think the Judgment Day history is it, it was like kind of a, uh, it started maybe like four or five years before this. It was kind of like an Undertaker, Kane-themed pay-per-view. Oh. So it was like That a, actually uh, makes sense to me. Yeah, so it was kind of like, a, you know, Biblical evil. Oh, we're we're starting it off here. The, the match is going. Um, so one one word about my taste in wrestling here. I like oh, the yeah. flips. I like the jumps, the flips, the suplexes, yeah. the, the hitting and slapping and punching doesn't really do much for Why me. Don't you but tell them who your favorite wrestler is, Steve. Who is it? Do I know? Do I know my favorite wrestler? A current fucking wrestler who flips. Johnny Gargano. Any Johnny Gargano fans? Anybody? No? Damn it. No. It's, you know, th- yeah, you, you, you like the flips. I'm I sorry like to put flips. you on the spot like that. No, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't prep you for actually asking you wrestling that's questions. That's what a live show is all about. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, you're not a big fan of the brawling style, I guess. Which I guess, isn't that kind of how it kicked off, you know? Back yeah, I mean, in the it definitely kicked off more brawling. But we're going to get, I mean, this match is a lot more than just the brawling and the fucking, you know, headlocks. There's a few here and there, but, like, look at Thrown through tables. I do like how they um, had the tables, like, basically cardboard for that exact reason. Yeah. JBL thrown right into the fucking Spanish announced team. Um, so, I guess, should we say it now or later? But, I mean, sadly, just for some historical oh, yeah. context, you know, about a year after this match, Eddie Guerrero did die. So, just kind of a place where this is taking place overdose. at the time. Overdose. Oh, Heart attack. Yeah, I, I think it was kind of ruled as a overdose. Overdose-induced heart attack. Yeah, it's probably more common actually. Uh, yeah, for wrestlers, it seems to be kind of the, the big thing was a lot of. Uh, I mean, uh, he's far from the last or first or last shit. wrestler to die unexpectedly. Yeah. But um, I like that little mic cable choke there. You, you into those? I like a good use of props. You like to use the props. I mean, obviously, there's only so much you can do with that, right? I mean, you're not going to choke him well, out to death how, there. Look at these fucking punches. I get look it. At this shit. Look, look at. I mean that looks legit. I know you're not a huge fan. You like the you like to see you know. I like the visual d- razzle dazzle. Yeah. You know you like super power bombs. I do. Like, I yeah. can't. I don't know the names of them, but I like yeah. to watch them anyway. Yeah. Go back in the archives if you're listening. You know we got we cover we, in the past we've covered some Vader Sting matches and uh, we even covered some Lucha Underground, which was fun as fuck. Um, very bloody as well. Right. On, on cable TV. God bless. So. We're brawling up the ramp here. Uh, I really like this the, the the set pieces they had back in the day for wrestling. Like, I, are they better? Like, like, look at all this. Like the Judgment Day and Fire. Like, the do they not have that now? I feel like it would not, be only be not, better as time goes not on. Not really. No, this is kind of the peak of it. Like, it's just. Uh, well, they do a lot of strobes these days, right? Strobe yeah, lights and that kind of crap. There's not much. I mean, they were there's some pyro here. There's really no pyro now. There's no fun. You know, I mean, I don't know. You could. Say that the crosses are possible. You know, people might get mad about that. Is that these days, right now? I, I, I guess. I, I mean, all the biblical terms, but I don't think isn't it bad to put crosses up for a wrestling event? I don't know anymore. I don't I'm sure someone would find a way Although to complain I've been about at it. Some, we, went, we went to the um, we went to a show in a in a bingo hall that had a in Livonia, Michigan. That's do it. Like, no, yeah, well, because it, it, it was like a Knights of Columbus hall. Oh so yeah. So there is there is that, that crossover fun. between. Uh, the church and, <laughs> and wrestling, I suppose. <laughs> That's America right there. Yeah. So they've been they're brawling for a while. It's gonna get I think it's coming up to the point. Like Eddie's on a complete fucking uh, he, we'll see by the end of this match. He doesn't care about the title. Mm-hmm. He just cares about beating JBL's ass. Two I mean, how could he not? Yeah. With what he did to his sweet mother. Yeah. So uh, it's this is like very personal. I would say. It's not just your typical, uh, you know, I want the belt match, you know. Right. I'm sure JBL wants the belt, but he's not He's not out here fucking. Maybe he came out wearing it, so it's nice to have someone who actually wears yeah. it. So Again, the smacking, the, the punching and the smacking, I don't know. I, I get it. Like, I'm, I know, I'm, I get I know. it, but it's old school, but it's I don't know. It's old school. 
that poor table is getting a lot of use tonight. So this is this is something that we were talking about when we were watching this earlier. And like Steve, if you were to be a wrestler, would you be rocking the JBL short tights or the Eddie Guerrero full on length? Listen, I, you know me. I get your style? I get hot easily. Go figure. So I want to be yeah. able to have as much exposed skin as possible. So you'd be rocking those blues? Yeah. Okay. I think I would too, actually. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the long tights. Like when else could you wear something like that? That's the thing. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Maybe you can't you can't wear that to thing. Golden Corral. You have to wear that pretty much in this in the ring itself. It would unfortunately. be fucking awesome. Honestly, at Golden Corral, there's probably somebody wearing Eddie Guerrero's styled pants. Could you swim Eddie. in those? Are those, can those, those? Those count as like swim trunks, like an actual speedo. JBLs? Yeah. No, I think it's like more. Uh, I, th- I think it's more absorbent. So you could still swim in it, I guess. You know, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know what they're made out of. We should wrestle sometime. Yeah, we should. Yeah, that next live show will actually wrestle people. So come if you want to wrestle. If you can take Steve and I, uh, come to the next one. You probably could. We're not very Um, good. Again, I like the use of of the uh, the ropes. That's another thing I like. Okay, you like them off the ropes? I just like the props. I like using it. You you know JBL's finisher, that big clothesline. Yeah. That shit's intense. I like a good clothesline because it's it's hard to fake that. I mean, I guess you could fake it, but it happens. I mean, we'll let the audience be the judge, but it's it's hard to tell. Oh, see, look, Eddie's pulling the hair, which you know, as a baby face. Kind of a no-no. Babyface meaning the opposite of a heel, yes. so the good guy, the yes. protagonist. Look at Steve. You're not, you're not supposed to know about wrestling. <laughs> now I do. I'm learning. <laughs> Feels good, man. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there, now we're getting into some kind of like match shit. This is the time where I think we can point out the fun. So, oh, fuck, get your head, get your head out of the way, ref. <laughs> there's a there's a stone cold impersonator back there that it just he caught my eye. I, I can't see him now. But the ref looks like he's wearing a bowling shirt. Yeah. And we'll see we'll see a few ref bumps in this match, and I know you love a good ref bump. I just, it's like I, it's like professional soccer players, where as soon as yeah. you like breathe their direction, they go down. Oh, that reminds me actually. Speaking of professional soccer, there's a uh, there's a pretty famous uh, instance of a um, one of one of the most famous non wrestling blade jobs took place in soccer. Really, a, a, a goaltender. I was, I, don't quote me on that. I, I don't know if it was a goaltender, but a soccer player flopped and bladed in a in a match and he was he came out and he was all fucking dripping down his face and stuff and they caught him and they like suspended him like fifa suspended him for like life what a shock <laughs> fifa suspending but no, it's somebody like one of those like fun trivia facts that there was a non-wrestling blade job in in a in a soccer match have we explained what a blade job is for anybody who may Does not anybody in the audience know what a blade job is Okay, nice. Okay, a few. There's a few who don't. I didn't um, at all. Because when you first approached me, asked if I wanted to be in this podcast, you said, it's called Blade Job. And I thought, is that just like some edgy, like a blowjob edgy? Most people that like ask me like what the podcast is about, they assume that Blade Job, like when I say, oh, it's like a whore wrestling podcast, they're just like, oh, so it's like a like a, like a a blowjob parody on whore. I'm like, no. Sure. Not, not really. I don't even know how, what that would look like, but yeah, fair enough. No, it's like an old ass like carny term. So what is a blade job then? Explain so that for the audience. A blade job is when you're, uh, when a when a wrestler either takes a heavy duty shot to the head or uh, gets punched and, and he goes down and he he takes a little razor blade out and slices his head. Just so it's basically just like so it's like it's like when professional soccer players fake an injury. You kind of they yes. this is way more badass. Yeah. So actually, yeah. so physically the hide a blade. The professional soccer story I mentioned was a soccer player pulled a blade out and cut his head after being. Like and it's all inconspicuous, of course. Yes. The whole and point is that you're not supposed to be able to know that it happened. Yes. Even and though it's pretty obvious. Sometimes you will have maybe you know you'll have like some blood come down. Like you'll have maybe your face will be completely red. They um, call that a crimson mask. Look at you. Badass. God. Yeah, I know oh shit. I know. God. So I know. A man after my heart. Thank you. Um, Love you so much. But uh, yeah, so typically it's a it's you'll get some blood. What we're gonna see today, pr- pretty much in a in a couple minutes here. Once is, you see a, a chair come out, yeah, that's when you know uh, it's time. It's not even it's not even close to uh, uh, what I would say a typical blade job. Sure. Um, I mean, you could call it a botched blade job. That, very good, Steve. Yes, Thank you. you could say this is a botched blade job, or a, uh, again, that table oh, getting that table so much use. Break. <laughs> no. Yeah, you could say a botched blade job or a blade job that goes too deep, hits an artery or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what what we're about to see here? Um, 
It just seems so. I mean, because like head injuries obviously are awful. Like as soon as you have blood on your on your head, yeah, that's usually like you need to go to the hospital to make sure everything's okay. What concussion protocol was at this time? Did they even have one? I, probably not. It's like when the NFL didn't know what the hell this whole CTE thing was. They no. just didn't care. In 2004. Oh, there's um, a replay. Yeah, but again, like, come on, that table's got to fucking break. I'm blaming the I'm blaming the crew. For that one. <laughs> That's on the crew. They didn't make it cardboard enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Can you guys in the audience see okay? Anybody? To an extent, hopefully. Okay. okay. All right. I can't. We can't see shit from up here. We have like a little computer screen, but. Um, I just want to make sure you guys are like gonna be able to see what's about to fucking happen in a minute here. Um. But yeah, so. Did we pretty much give so blade jobs? Yeah, that's. Uh, makes I guess sense. we should say they're kind of outlawed now in wrestling. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they've always been frowned upon, right? Uh, not necessarily. How is that possible? I feel I like it would know. have they to be frowned know. upon. They didn't know. They, Making yourself, giving yourself, giving yourself a head injury, I feel like would always be a no-no. But I think so. The, the, what I've always heard is the 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 kind of uh, thought behind it was that you just do a light cut, and your sweat will will do the rest of the work. I know that feeling. You know, what we're going to see here is not the case, obviously. Um, but, yeah, usually, because, like, your head bleeds a lot. It's very thin skin. Mm -hmm. And you're, uh, you know, you're, you're sweating, so it's going to add to the blood. It's going to make you bleed more. Yeah, but this is, a whole, this is a whole other experience yeah. here, though. That's the thing. And uh, I guess we just say typically, bla yeah, we already said blade jobs come from uh, like op getting hit with a foreign object. Most well, the whole yeah, again, that's the whole idea is yeah. to be inconspicuous and use it, use right. an, you know, use a, an injury to yourself as a way to sneak it. Some right. people are better at sneaking it than others. Yeah, some are really bad at we'll it. We'll see. We'll actually like. I mean, I don't want to like you know expose the business too much here, but we're gonna point out when these blade jobs happen because it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty intense. Once you see and enough you blade really, jobs, you, really you can kind of catch them in the yeah. act. Like we kind of have an eye for it now. We're yeah. Real. Uh, I put that in my resume. It's yeah. Like, that's blade, all I can I know. spot a blade job a mile away. It's yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for self-inflicted head injuries, I'm your guy. It's not a LinkedIn skill yet. It's not like in the drop-down menu. True. But uh, maybe next year. Yeah. But um, this is kind of the wrestling that Steve loads. You know. I mean, I like the high-flying action. Yeah, I know. You don't, I like know. A, you don't like a, like, sometimes they call this, like, a rest hold. I'm, I'm, I'm all about boys hugging <laughs> boys, but I don't. Oh, I, wait. No, Stone Cold lookalike stood up in the background here. Did you see him? I saw. He's sitting down. There he is. That bald head and that fucking Did you see goatee. that? You see, you see the, the, this is what I'm talking about, the smacks. I, at least a good flip like this. Watch, I can't watch wait, this right here. I can't wait till Ric Flair answers our emails and comes on the podcast and chops you live. That's and you fine. You can see how much a smack hurts. That's fine. <laughs> I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm happy to accept that. But yeah. you can just tell how fucking pissed he is, man. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, there's an NWO flag back there. I'm trying to place why that's. Oh. See, that that's is what nice, I like. Do you like that nice little counter? I do like the counter. Honestly, like I'm I like so, a good counter. If, if little Steve was a wrestling fan back in 2004. You would have liked Eddie Guerrero. He's a high flyer. Yeah. Him and Rey Mysterio. Those those Latino guys were were up there. Up I was the playing. I was playing video games, unfortunately. Yeah. And you should have fucking picked up Raw or SmackDown because <laughs> it was just, it was awesome. I, I think I played or SmackDown. Here comes the pain. That's the one I played. Is yeah. that a PlayStation game? It was good. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I played. Yeah. Raw and panty matches in those. Really? I don't <laughs> yes. remember that part. You think that'd yeah. be something that would stick with me? It was a different me. time. It was a different time. It's Damn a good it. time to it's be like, 12. It's like mud wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, what's, what's kind of your... Oh, he's going for that lariat. And maybe a powerbomb here? Yeah. See, this is, a, this is ripe for a... For, yeah, see, look at that right there. Ripe yeah, for a comeback. I know that you're into those. I do like it. It takes skill, you know? It's I mean, like a, it's I'm like, thinking that Eddie... Okay, whoa. This is what I'm talking about. Watch this guy be down for like three days Anybody straight. Anybody who watches wrestling knows that if the ref gets hit, I mean, you you can't... The whole tone changes. I mean, he's not going to get... He, you can't... He's out of the match until, like, you, like, literally, like, yank him. And mm -hmm. I just love how the refs... Uh, you know, these guys are getting hit in the head all match, and the ref hits the ropes. Yeah, he's well, unconscious. I think that just shows you how tough wrestlers are. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's you know they, they are down for a while yeah. on purpose, I guess. But man, I don't know. I mean, these guys are like fucking immortal, and that that ref. I mean, you have to think that ref is like me and you. Sure. 
So, I mean, the amount of punishment he took in that one like, exchange, just compared to how much they've been taking, these guys are like Greek gods. I feel like if a ref was, you know, hit by a JBL clothesline, it's game over immediately. Okay. This is, um, this is where it's about to get real, folks. Um, especially the live studio audience here. <laughs> um, Eddie Guerrero's checking on the ref. <laughs> JBL's down in the corner. He's got something. And uh, I wish we had the sound for this, but that's a, that's a shot to the head. Um, again, this is not for the faint of heart what we're about to see right about now. A blade here. job is happening right now. <clears throat> um, Eddie... Eddie, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. See, that, that just goes beyond head injury for me. That is, a, that this, is outrageous. No, this is br- blood transfusion. This yeah. is, like, more blood than you don't. I know you're a big blood donor. I do. You I don't donate blood this much blood. blood in a sitting, I don't think. I don't know. Like, I donate this a lot is, of blood. This is intense. I mean, my blood is donated professionally at a clinic, not like this. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun if they bottled this up and donated it, though. Is that contaminated? I guess I don't know yeah, how that I works. Know. He could, I mean, you get... He might have. There's the nice replay. That, 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 the sound yeah. it makes when it hits him in his head, because yeah. you would think that it's a perfect spot for a blade job, because you would think that that was what caused the head injury. Yeah, you have to use chairs, because yeah, you're not going to get busted open by just punches and kicks. You have to use chairs. It's and, an incredible blade yeah, job. This is this is next level stuff. So, um, If that was anybody but him, they'd be like, it, it would be game over. I mean, yeah. good Lord. If that was me, I'd be Look like, at listen. Look JBL's hat down there. Like, if it goes to the other camera angle, his hat is just covered in blood. (laughs) Anything's covered in blood if you look like that. Look at that. It goes beyond a crimson mass, like crimson, what, chest? This is like crimson torso. Yeah. This is like, if you're, so when you're playing SmackDown, here comes the pain, your, like, whole upper body is now, like, it went from yellow to red. You can't, you can't blade in those games, right? I kind of, that'd be fun if you could actually choose to blade in the game you would think that they would incorporate that by now look at this puddle of blood over here well the ring's <laughs> about like to get gross like a chicken. he looks like he looks so dazed like he has no idea what the hell's going on yeah so i believe that for the, our pleasure um, the story is that yeah eddie did have to go through a blood transfusion after this match he lost so much blood he was like delirious he was hallucinating uh he was in uh, rough shape that's putting it pretty i mean that's pretty obvious at this point yeah um, I just, it can't, like, usually, like, in real life, outside of the ring, if you yeah. bleed, like, that much, they have to bring hazmat suits and to clean that no. up. I mean, I've never seen anybody bleed this much in my life. Mm-mm. This is a lot. <laughs> it's almost, it makes you wonder, like, how they allow that. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I'm sure they helped the ratings like a motherfucker, but yeah, it just I mean, seemed, this, to me, it just was, seems. This was the water cooler talk. This was the playground talk. I, mean, I would love to hear some good water cooler talk with wrestling at the office. Oh, I have a wrestling friend at the office. He, I mean, they're, he, it's. You gotta bring it up lightly. You know, you gotta really kind of <laughs> bring it up like, lightly. So did you? Uh, yeah. Did you see the blade last night? Yeah, yeah. You have to kind of be like, oh man, like that John Cena movie looks kind of cool. And like, right. Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, mostly for then, John they, Cena. Yeah, then oh. they come back and they're like, yeah, that John Cena match. It's like, like you know there were other actors in it, right? Cool. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, so you have to kind of feel them out because yeah, wrestling still has a, a kind of connotation to it does it really look how, how much he's covered <laughs> look how much he's covered in somebody else's blood yeah. this really, yeah. okay so here we go this is what you have to do to wake the ref up you have to literally who's still down look, from what five minutes ago more okay we got charles robinson coming in here you know we, we, we passed a charles robinson like road on the way here Did we? i meant to point it out yeah wow. i'll point it out on the way back this little nature boy coming in yeah um who's it you know I, i've heard a huge fan of the show who, Charles Robinson? Yeah. yeah it makes sense. I, mean, I believe I just it. Heard to the grapevine, but it looks like a fucking horror movie on the ring. It really does. On the mat, I should say. I, I mean, this is the last. I mean, very rarely do you cut your head and you are like gushing blood that it goes through your like back. Like it comes down your back muscles. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the the only other match that we've maybe covered that was this bad was that uh remember that Kerry Von Eric match where he like cut his arm? Yeah. His whole face was fighting Jerry the King. Um, yes. In the archives, folks. <laughs> to be, I don't remember what else we covered for that. Um, that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but it was back when we were doing movies and matches in one episode. But To be cut that bad and still be able to function, it, I, it, it bewilders me. I don't know how the hell that's possible. And to about to be fucking powerbombed here? At that point, it should come out like a geyser. Yeah. You can like squeeze him like toothpaste, yeah. getting the blood out of that thing. Look at this ref, though. He's back awake. Holy shit. Eddie Guerrero kicking out, kicking out on the, on the two count. 
I mean, even if I was bleeding that much, I wouldn't care to like keep going, right? It's like as soon as you start tapping out, I'm like, I'm done. Let yeah. it happen. But yeah. So I mean, again, but my grandma wasn't, you know, wasn't was uh, a big Eddie Guerrero fan, big wrestling fan. No, unfortunately, no. not. Well, Eddie's definitely like the heartthrob. Like I said, they're in LA, um, huge Latino population. JBL coming out spewing his uh, rhetoric. Yeah. So Eddie's like everybody wants Eddie to win this. You know, everybody everybody felt bad for Eddie's mom. So uh, they're, I mean, you know, I guess. they're they're really just uh, look at that mat. Yeah, I mean, thankfully this wasn't the last match because I can't imagine going on after this. Look at him just like squeeze, like squeezing like a grapefruit in the morning. <laughs> you know, just just like, imagine going up next. Like squeezing a little yeah. grapefruit on here. What do you squeeze grapefruit on? Uh, toast? other grapefruits. Toast. <laughs> toast. What the? F- I don't know. What eggs. The hell? Ah, that sounds gross. I don't know. I'm not a breakfast you, guy. Usually, you eat grapefruit like by itself with a spoon. Okay. You, oh my god! Do people Look put? At, oh, yeah, my oh my god! god. God so, bless. God bless America. Now he's just like, he's literally like a garden hose. Like after you kind of just like turn it off real quick and it kind of just dribbles that little sure, blood. That's, sure. That's what we're looking at here. But it's like bodily fluid. It's just not good. No. You have to like burn the clothes after you wrestle on this. I wonder if like you can buy those. J- I mean, it, would you buy those JBL tights after this match? Depends on the price. If it was like under 500 bucks I for sure I would I feel like they're definitely not over See, at this point I know he's out of his goddamn mind well, because he's getting his swagger back I guess he's doing a little viva la rasa he looks like freaking Nightmare on Elm Street who is that Freddy Freddy Krueger uh, thank you yeah. looks like he's just wearing like red face paint he's got it no body fat it doesn't look real anymore it's uh it, he's really the, the, like he has dark hair and you can see the blood in his hair that's how that's how bloody he is Look at this. Look at this. Look, fucking look at him. It's like he gets a second He's, wind. Yeah. The power of uh, being so close to death, I guess. Look at that. That's one of my favorite moves. What is it called? DDT. DDT. Okay. Why yeah. is it called DDT? I don't know. I've heard people say it's uh, dead till tomorrow. <laughs> so anytime a ref gets hit with anything. No, that would be dead. T- no, it's dead. I, you know, I don't know what the fuck a DDT stands for now that I think about it. I know that like Jake the Snake Roberts kind of coined the term. Um, Who coined the term blade job? That's my question. Probably some fucking clown back in the 30s. Really? Yeah, like, I don't know. I, it's, it's definitely, it's an old term. Blade job, is it really? Yeah. I guess it was just... It. They, this, blade jobs go back to... Um, okay, so here's, here's kind of the, the, um, the, the meanings of the DDT. We got the uh, drape drop takedown. Okay. Drop downtown. I like that one. Drop Death downtown. Drop technique. No, I like drop downtown. Drop downtown. Yeah, that's okay. my favorite. I just went for the frog, frog splash there. It's called frog splash. It's a frog splash. Yeah. That's not very splash. intimidating yeah. at all. Uh, our boy, uh, Michigan native uh, RVD Rob Van Dam used to mm-hmm. do it too. Fucking high as a kite, getting there. I know I've seen that you know, a million yeah. times growing up. I mean, not yeah. a million times. I didn't watch wrestling, but that's a recognizable move. But yeah, I yeah I think I do like the, I think I think I do like the uh, drop downtown. Mm-hmm. That is probably the best. It's the only option. Drape drop takedown is not that fun. I feel like we should just make up a new one for us. DDT. We'll have that for next episode. I mean, I think a lot of people think of DDT as like, uh, isn't it a type of poison, rat poison, or? Uh, I know DMT is a drug. Not DMT, Joe Rogan. That's a big <laughs> <Come> one. On. <laughs> That's a Joe Rogan. I wish I made his podcast <laughs> money. On. Jesus. No, I think DDT is like a rat poison, I believe. I don't know. I'm surprised Eddie can still go near a chair. He doesn't have like a yeah, chair phobia at this pe- point. Okay, yeah, so uh, we kind of been talking over this. But yeah, JBL grabbed the chair as a decoy and then grabbed the belt to hit uh, Eddie with. And now Eddie's about to fuck him up with the belt. Now, okay. to be fair, right now, because I didn't know this at the time, but apparently if you use the belt as a weapon, you are disqualified, well, which is happening right here. If you use any weapons, you're disqualified. But he didn't use a chair. Is it like, is but it more loose? out? the ref was out? knocked out. Okay, he didn't see it. Ah, no, okay, that makes sense. Out. So you have to, you have to yeah. eliminate the ref, eliminate the eyes. We're an educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just we me just, that's learning stuff. We teach you fake wrestling rules. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, if you hit them with a chair. So at the point, the point that, that he made contact with the with the belt, it's done. That's why when he came in with the chair, the ref pulled it away from him. Okay. And then he had the belt hidden. Uh, so. um, okay, we're talking about downtown throws. What the hell is called? <laughs> I already forgot what it's downtown called. Dr- downtown down, down drop. drop. Shit, okay, no, all right. Down drop town. The point, I guess drop the... Drop downtown. Drop down 
whatever. Who the, the point. Fuck? The, we have to make a better one at some point. The point is that this match is technically over. The match but is technically over. I think right? it would be over if his if his grandma wouldn't have been so disrespected it's off mother, camera. Steve. I know she Do I keep saying grandma? Shit, but she's, this is mother. Fair enough. If his mother wasn't so you know disrespected, I think it would have been done. But then you have to get okay, more of this again. Pay, look right here. See, oh, we kind of missed it, but uh, JBL went to his head there, kind of like, oh, my head really hurts. There's a razor blade in there. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> That's that. It's not a... You see enough blade jobs, you can pick them yeah, out a mile away. We're, um, we're, we're kind of like... Uh, it's the name of the podcast. It's kind of the yeah. main focus here. I mean, I really, I would say we're kind of the uh, most uh, foremost authority on blade jobs on the internet. I would Nobody say so. Nobody else is, is, is chronicling these like us. We're really out here doing the Lord's work. We're doing a service. And, uh, you know. We should be paid like it, but I guess, you know, that's not happening quite yet. <laughs> WWE, send the check. See, the or, fact uh, that he's grabbing the chair, it's like, if, if, I, if I was hit by a chair that hard and made myself yeah, bleed have, that like, much. You'd have, you'd have, like, chair phobia. It would be horrible. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be using cushions. I'd be using, like, easy I chairs know, for the rest of my you. life. Yeah, you'd be sitting on... Uh, At this point, they're almost indistinguishable with all the blood. Yeah, we got. You can see that we got Taz and Michael Cole calling this match. Uh, Taz, ECW legend. He's not too happy about this. Cole's kind of geeky. As Look at the table. Jesus uh, Christ. But um, yeah. See, there you go. We get a little shot. So we have a double blade job here. Uh, Has that ever happened for us before? Yeah, we had it happen before. Has it? Happened, <laughs> Shit, happened, I don't know why that. I know so much about our own podcast. Yeah. It's a big. It's a big deal when it happens. Though. We don't get it too often, but. Uh, yeah, I respect you know, that. You, you're right that that fucking JB, uh, Eddie should have a phobia of chairs after this shit. I do like the begging for his life. Yeah, this is the guy, of course, who was all high and mighty about what a half yeah. hour ago. He's getting his, and that's in wrestling what we like to call a receipt, where you fucking clock somebody and then you basically you, get your just desserts. You get right? your just desserts. That's fair. A little later in the match, and we're gonna get one last frog splash here for the for for Eddie's mom. God rest her soul. <laughs> he's probably still. Well, she's probably and not he looks alive like now. A fucking horror movie. It's like the last shot of the. There was monster? that frog hop thing you mentioned frog earlier. Splash. Frog splash. Thank you. I'm gonna teach you a cheat sheet next time. I could use that so actually. You can, so you can. That's totally fair. Learn all the terminology. They, ha yeah. they have to burn the entire ring at the after this. There's yeah, no this, way you can clean all that up properly. It's, it's in rough shape. It's. Uh, it's it's covered in. I mean, I don't. I I think that they had enough wherewithal to check people for blood and like check their blood. Sure. You know, make sure it's they like weren't porn stars, give, right? You know, yeah, yeah. They had like the Only same with, standards you know. that porn stars had. Sure, exactly the same standards. Yes, yes, yes. Now this this could not happen today, right? They, it, as soon as not. would they even attempt to blade it? Would they just say, oh, it's not worth so it?" So recently, uh, if any, I think all the wrestling fans left. But hey, whatever. But <laughs> there's a. There's a there's another co company that popped up called AEW and there was a blade job in their first pay per view. Okay. Uh, pretty. Delicious. Which was how long ago, roughly? Uh, a couple like April. This of this May. year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking like a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 shit. no, no. <laughs> okay. And Fair there's your shit like CZW, like Combat Zone Wrestling, where they just, are, you know, we watch some of that where they just take saw blades to each other's heads. That's right. That was the good stuff. Stuff like that. I know you like that. I do. You I just, like, you I like just props. like the violence. I like it's props. The sheer violence. Who doesn't? All of it. Isn't that what you go there to see? But, um, but yeah, so we got uh, Eddie here getting in the ring. Uh, technically, so this is where wrestling gets kind of confusing. Okay. Technically, he lost the match, but he right. keeps the belt. Because he had because a prior. He to win it. Because he had a prior, right? Well, yeah, and he and he got disqualified. Right. So if, mean, if if you have the belt and you get disqualified, do you still get to keep the belt? Yep. You could just disqualify yourself immediately yeah, when you go. That's how Ric Flair kept his belt forever. You just keep disqualifying yeah. yourself. That's ridiculous. That's eventually why you have like non no DQ matches. Ah, uh, you know, okay. That's why you get stories. It all makes sense now. Look at there's Stone Cold down there. He really it's a he's a very good lookalike. Are you sure it's not him with eyeliner on? God, I don't know. It could be. So there but, he is. Um, here he is. Uh, that's Eddie Guerrero. Photo finish. He's fucking bloody. I like he acts all, all high and muddy, even though we cheated again. I don't it, know but, if we'll you know, ever cover a match more bloody than this, to be honest. Well. There we go. That's the end there. Get this man to a fucking hospital. Well, he gets a transfusion Christ. after, so. Yeah. Good lord. So. Whew. How are you guys feeling in the audience? Was that was that too much, or was it was it okay? Was it just enough? <laughs> okay. We got just some thumbs enough. up. Okay, okay. I like it. Well, 
Um, that's pretty much our show. I mean, we wanted to kind of cover this match. Uh, Perfect timing, too. match we've ever covered, I think. You know, broke the Muda scale. Which is what, real quick? The Muda scale. If you're curious about the Muda scale, go back in the archives. I know we said we didn't like Audition, but listen to that episode. We give you a breakdown of the Muda scale. It pretty much Was that means, the episode? Yeah, if you, get a, if you get your whole face covered in blood, that's a, that's a Muda. And he's a famous Japanese wrestler who kind of overbladed, let's say, back in the 80s. So You can't overblade more than yeah. that. Jesus. But, um, yeah, so that's our show, you know. Uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks to Ghostlight for hosting. Thanks to Troma Dance Detroit. Uh, this is episode, what, 33? So we've 33. got 32 episodes in the, in, in the can. Yeah. You can find that on, I mean, any, anywhere you get podcasts. Anywhere Spotify, get podcasts. Tw- even on Stitcher. TuneIn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people still use TuneIn, but they're on there. Download TuneIn and listen to us. We're on there. Facebook, Blade um, Job Podcast. Yeah, we're at, at Blade Job on all social media. Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, stick around after the show. I guess you guys are probably performing next, but hey, stick around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna there's a lot of fun shit happening all day. It's 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 rocking. So, thanks again, and uh, that's a wrap for us. All right, thank you. An orgy of terror. It's the light of a bloody apes. Creatures born of madness. Half man, half beast, all horror. It's the monster! The light of a bloody apes. One man shares their terrible secret. One man challenges nature on the night of the bloody apes. Sharing their bloodlust in the name of science, daring divine will with his bizarre creations. But a horrible half-beast, half-human. They strike again, and again, and again. The lust of a man in the body of a beast. What can stop them? What can appease them? Half man, half beast. All horror. Nobody sleeps. Beware. The night of the bloody apes. They rip, they tear, they claw you to pieces. It's an orgy of terror. Beware. It's the night of the bloody apes. They rip, they tear, they claw you to pieces. It's an orgy of terror. Beware. It's the night of the bloody apes, and the creatures of hell are loose. The night of the bloody apes.